I'm tired. Oh, <laughs> that sleepy means boy. it's Monday, and if it's uh, if I'm tired, it's on a Monday. It might be 8 p.m., which means it's time for another episode of FM Rager. Hey, everybody, this is your host Connor Clifton, joined as always by my lovely co-host Ned Gale. Ned, how the heck are you? There he is. I saw that energy pop at the end. Ugh. I do. I'm doing fantastic. I'm doing good. Now, now that we're in front of mics, you know, I'm feeling good. Otherwise, I was also very tired today. Yeah, we had a rough yeah. morning. I had a freaking weekend. Oh, you did. Did Tell you, me about that freaking I'll tell, I'll tell weekend. I'll you about that freaking weekend. So so Friday night, if you're listening to KPFT, you probably just heard a whole hour of this. Uh, if you're listening to the F and Rager Facebook page, we saw freaking Endgame. We did see Endgame. We yeah. finally got to see. Uh, we're not going to drop any spoilers here. Uh, don't worry about that. I'll, I'll be dropping some Ned spoilers. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah, several times. If you see it with Cody and Connor at about one hour, just look to your left. It's, it's <laughs> so enjoyable. <laughs> we saw it with uh, Cody Yeager, friend of the show, and uh, of the show we indeed. had a really, really fun time. Um, <laughs> it's it's good. As, as someone who's not as... Uh, into that series you know i see like every fourth movie i think yeah uh watching you guys enjoy it was probably the most enjoyable part for me <laughs> to be honest <laughs> we were gonna go see captain marvel uh-huh. at one point and you bailed last second turbo bailed to yeah. go protest with a bunch of mras or something yeah so we were what? protesting the mra <laughs> <laughs> the, the nationalist <laughs> rifle <laughs> okay well let's okay so we saw in game <laughs> And then you and I hung out downtown for a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we got to go to Umbrella Fellas. Again, we cannot be bought, but I will plug the hell out of this. Umbrella Fellas is the best. Cheeto makes a freaking hot dog. I'll tell you right now. Yeah, he does. Uh, Uh, And then Saturday, what did you do on Saturday? Saturday, we hung out during the day. I did some uh, ceramic stuff outside. I've been making some masks. Mm -hmm. Uh, Make sure you check out my Instagram, see some of that cool process happening. Okay. Um, And then, uh, what did we do? (laughs) Uh, I'm sure I, it was fun. I I went out. I I, I went to yeah. uh, a, a antique market, a Ooh. flea market, and then uh, went to Carbock Brewery, and then I went home. Dang, sounds nice. Yeah, I don't think I did anything Saturday any, any, night. Any uh, haul? Anything cool? Oh, uh, I didn't buy anything, but I definitely looked at some cool stuff, and there might be a Pillsbury Doughboy planter in our house <laughs> this week. Uh, I talked to somebody on Instagram that I met while antiquing, <laughs> and I was like, look, payday's on Wednesday. If you can wait a little bit, then I will buy this Let's Pillsbury. just say I'll have a little bit more dough, my boy. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, no, I definitely did something Saturday night, and I'm sure I'd remember it. You had a show or something. Be- oh, yeah, I did improv. Oh, I did. <laughs> Our guest is pissed. Uh, I, did, I did a show with a Futile Society at Station Theater. Okay, and then uh, cool. and then after that, I performed uh, with with a uh, Cole Trippett, friend of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, his new podcast is a live true crime podcast called Passed Away. Oh, uh, and that was really fun. Yeah, it was it was a cool double header. Both shows a. Uh, just fantastic yeah and then you came home and uh our neighborhood Jaffa creek had a nice little concert going and the backyard of our friend maria a uh, friend of the show yeah and yeah. that was that was really fun uh oh sweet I, pu- I pulled in right after my show just to catch the very tail end of Akshamel, yeah. which should only a fantastic band they should only be seen in the woods like that is <laughs> that is where they belong their costumes warrant it like it, uh they were phenomenal that's I really true enjoyed it, it. It, 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 i was worried that Akshamel would uh kill my buzz because I just wanted <laughs> to hang out in the house. But no, it was very, very fitting for they, our neighborhood. They very much know when to be like loud and when to be quiet. Yeah, like, there were some bands that did not know because <laughs> I tried to go to bed and I couldn't do it. Yeah. Uh, and then Sunday, what'd you do? I woke up at the crack of, crack of dawn to play for my boy JC, do a little uh, bass playing at the West Baptist University. Nope, West Baptist uh, Westboro Baptist Church? Yeah, Is that what you were saying? Yeah. No, uh, <laughs> West University Baptist Church. Uh, oh, okay, okay. And uh, that was fun. The, the cool like, ones. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, the very progressive one. <laughs> and that was, it was cool. I, I, have, I haven't played in a church band in like five years. Yeah. Uh, or maybe ten years, actually. But it was, no, it was good. It was nice. And then I played a, a gig later that night, uh, not for JC, for uh, <laughs> SD, Swimwear Department. Ah. That was great. Played with a uh, Sago from uh, L.A., Great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You were telling me how much fun you had at that show. Yeah. Yeah. They were came home really late, and I got home really late because I watched Game of Thrones and got drunk uh, <laughs> and had a really great time. Kind of a slow morning, though. It was rough. Yeah. 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 Did you do anything fun on Monday? Monday morning to help you get through the the hangover? 
Chug some coffee. Chug some coffee. I yeah, did that watch too. some anime as I do at work. I um I spent a lot of time looking into uh, just different books that I wanted to read, mm-hmm. and I thought about going to the library. Oh man, dude! Sunday morning, I heard about the good book. You should look into that one. Uh, I got plenty of copies. <laughs> one one of the that. top rated. I I, I I'm okay on that. <laughs> but I I wanted to check out all these uh, books, but I found out that uh, I had some items that were long overdue. And speaking of long overdue, <laughs> our guest is a long overdue get for this show uh you may see him performing with ned in futile society please give it up for the amazing improviser and comedian chris skelton hey oh no you are not I picking up at all hear him at all. where is he where is he radio radio put him in my cans radio linguistics there he is there you go there we go the beautiful voice Ooh, i can hear myself now awesome awesome like butter anyway hey chris how's it going oh you know i'm doing all right awesome all right so uh let's get to the meat of the show here we always talk about partying so and, I've heard. And uh, we wanted to ask you about your 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 life cycle of partying. How you went from your first party to how you party now. Do you remember your very first party? Oh, no. I don't remember my very first party. I, <laughs> Sounds I, like a good one. I come from a long and, and storied line of, uh, of partiers. Uh, my, <laughs> my, uh, my, my family knows how to get down responsibly. Uh, okay. You know, the they're they're kind of homebodies they don't like going to bars but they will rent the margarita machine uh <laughs> if the if the if the the moment strikes them very diy ethic <laughs> i like that no, yeah. no, i mean why they get... just impulsively decide like let's get a margarita machine this afternoon <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's wednesday <laughs> uh yeah i know but i i um, ever since I was young, I remember loving partying. Um, <laughs> wow! Uh, but yeah, no, I got uh, I got a bunch of weird adventures uh, from like when I was young. When I was, uh, when well, I was, I was going to say even to say like your first party when you're young, that doesn't necessarily have to be like a drinking party. Like this no. could be a birthday party. That's true. Later you know, tag, what's, what's, bowling, what's your earliest experience? Roller rink. The 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 one that I remember, I guess, the most is I remember when I was in the second grade, I had a birthday party and everybody from my class came and we did like field day stuff. Okay, a lot of bragging, but you know, <laughs> like, you know, that was that was. I mean, you know, I wasn't popular by any stretch of the imagination. So, so uh, everybody came and you did field day stuff. Was your birthday just on field day? <laughs> <laughs> they yeah, all, you know, they all came all, to my party outside of the school, directly outside. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, trust me. Everybody comes to my parties in elementary school, too. It was Valentine's Day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot of candy and cards, and so did everybody else. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I've, I've kind of, I feel a like... socialist a, at birth, yeah. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. And I've never complained. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I, feel like I, I feel like I really flowered as somebody who went out and did cool and interesting things later in life a late bloomer if you will okay so you like, dropped a field day or yeah, did yeah, you yeah. drop everybody sh- from class showing up you're like hey guys we've kind of grown apart over the years you guys this kind of is lame i think i'd like to do <laughs> stupid stupid things like i, I hope you still didn't do your little improv day. shows yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah. we should have a field day party soon we keep talking Ooh. about having uh throwing the f in olympics i think we just need to make that, that happen that's a good idea first off they're called the f olympics i'm sorry yeah <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, you know, those adult party, those adult kid style parties are getting really popular these days. You know, like I was a, I was, I was, what? It, it's as if we're regressing as a society. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like us millennials just want to run around in ball pits, but also add drinking to the equation uh, and lights Nothing and Instagrammable backgrounds. I'm sorry, Connor, that Striper music video is still playing behind you. I know the music's not playing, but good Lord, I can't not look at it. Yeah. <laughs> No, don't close it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry about that. Um, anyway, we were talking about like fun kid things. Yeah. Um, that's a, yeah, that's it. The one that I remember, probably my most epic, I guess, childhood, childhood, I was 15. Um, I mean, epic. I guess it's but adolescence was when I, I, I ended up throwing a friend off the roof of an elementary school. <laughs> Hell yeah. Now, yeah, okay, yeah. so you're using the term friend. I want to know. <laughs> yeah, you did would not you use say that friend at earlier. At the time, would you say that right before? Would you say that right after? We were, we were. Uh, Definitely we not were, after. We were good. No, we were good friends all through high school. Uh, <laughs> and, and it was. <laughs> what was so good about it? <laughs> <laughs> well, we were. <laughs> did that just like permanently make him your sidekick? <laughs> so from then on out, he's like, yeah, get him, Chris. Get him. <laughs> 
No, he was. Uh, he was. I'll, I, I won't. I won't say his name only to because he's married and has children and has a regular job. In a yeah, please in the save suburbs. your plugs for the end. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we'll use his nickname. His, his nickname was Tubby. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, well, that, <laughs> he, well, he thank, wasn't. He thank wasn't, God you were nice and threw him off a building. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't. He wasn't even particularly fat. He looked a little bit like Kevin Smith, and that was like one of what, the like, which Kevin names Smith, of, uh, the fat Kevin Smith, <laughs> Return of the Jedi, Kevin Smith, or. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it was you know it was the stupid thing that you do when you're when you're 15 years old. You get a hold of a little bit of alcohol, and it's not fun to just drink it like a regular person in your room with your friends. You have to do something like ridiculous with it. So oh no! Like I, a, I'm not doubt. Like I climbed a lot of schools. Yeah, yeah. So we got school. to the roof yeah. of an elementary school. He drank too much of aforementioned liquor and uh, and was passed out. Oh, and so, I see. You were trying to forcibly make him throw up by throwing him directly onto his no, spine. No, he'd been throwing. He'd throw up more like throw down <laughs> yes. off the building. No, yeah, he, he had been throwing up pretty consistently <laughs> the night. But it was we were we were we were just like wow. We were supposed to be home like hour ago, hours ago. We were. Our moms are going to be angry at us if we don't get this guy home, and he's passed out on the roof of an elementary school. So the only thing to do was to. Um, I love how there's so many elements of that scenario that are very difficult to explain individually <laughs> to our moms. <laughs> One, we're drunk. Two, Tubby's passed out. Three, we're on top of the roof of an elementary school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It was. Uh, it was a testament to to, to dumbness. So. For sure. so- you threw him. Yeah, so well, he so, around. So we threw, yeah, he's. I mean, told you. Like yeah, I said, he's, he's, kids got, he's got a family. He's got kids. Yeah, he, but how much of him has kids? Is it a neck? No, he's good. Like... He, he's just you know his knee can predict the weather now. That's, you know, <laughs> so it's like we we gave him a superpower. <laughs> okay, so yeah. did, like, did you throw him into bushes? I'm just I'm trying no, to wrap we my threw hands around this whole concrete. thing. No, but you know my my friend, my other friend who shall also remain nameless. Uh, 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 he he jumped down to catch him ostensibly, and he and he sort of like hook armed him like this, uh-huh. but like kind of like how you would like I don't know trust fall catch somebody, and so Tubby's knee landed directly on a piece of concrete, oh. and he came alive in an instant and was like, my bleeping leg, my leg. And I want to I want to imagine again. that when you say your friend jumped down to catch him, this all happened simultaneously. So you're like, I'm gonna throw him. You jump right now. <laughs> like, oh, no, yeah. He just like caught him in midair and <laughs> collapsed onto the ground. Oh, good lord, good lord! Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. So he didn't like break his knee or anything. Just no, like a, a he, it was just scab. like a severe bruise. Yeah, in oh, his, not on even his knee. breaking the skin. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. He just had a severe, severe bruise, and uh, he woke up and he's like, "Let's do that again." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was he was out of school the next day. <laughs> Howard, y'all got drunk on a school night? No, no, no. This was a, this was a Friday. He was out of school that Monday. Oh, oh dang! One, one of our friends in high school the senior year or no maybe it was his junior year summer the day they got out for school they jumped off of an elementary school and he like shattered his wrist and was in a cast the entire summer (laughs) and they made a movie about it yeah yeah (laughs) called front window Wait, yeah. is it front window or rear window? Rear, it's rear window. definitely rear window. Damn it! <laughs> I think front window is like an Urban Dictionary sex move. <laughs> I was I was thinking that you were like doing some sort of subtle joke related to that that I didn't get, and so it just was like, I'm, I'm no, like, I'm just gonna dumbass, and I totally got my Hitchcock joke. No, wrong. just dumbest bricks. <laughs> the ultimate prank. <laughs> oh man. Okay, so that's how did you did you did you ever get on top of schools as like a as a youth? I, I don't know, like, what draws kids uh, to do that on elementary schools. Look, I've I've said this before on the show, and I'll reiterate it. Uh, I tend to not break laws. I'm very scared of them, and I always have been. I used to lie about, like, doing cool stuff when I was growing up because <laughs> I was such a lame-ass. Oh. I'd be like, yeah, I've t- totally... Um, had vodka before and like, I hadn't. I, I think I had my first sip of vodka when I was like 24 or something. Oh, wow. uh, yeah, you're not missing much. Yeah, it's, yeah no. It's, I'm sure as a 24 year old you're like, ah, why? <laughs> yeah, I was like, ah, this is from potatoes? Now I hate them even more. Uh, no, I, 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 I... But I sure do love those Russians. I've been on the top of several buildings as an adult, but growing up, no, never a school. I, I really am adamant about I don't mess with 
trespassing at schools. That's a yeah. quick way to have to explain yourself out of a nasty situation. I guess, yeah, I guess that's why I did it young. Like, as an adult now, I'm like, why would you do that? But, like, as a kid, like, elementary schools are so short. I mean, yeah. They're, the, they're so easy to get on top of. I think that's yeah. the thing. and Because the only real lure is just being on top of a roof. Oh, yeah, right? yeah. You're like, you're like just you know, being... down there is where the man lives. And the man can control what I do, but the man doesn't go up on roofs. I've never seen the man go up on roofs unless they got roofing to do. Well, for me, it's just a beacon to get a, a closer calling to God, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you, you, you played, played one church music. gig. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, listen, have you ever trespassed? Has you ever gone somewhere that you uh, probably shouldn't have been? Uh, go ahead and give us a call at 713-526-8737. Share your trespass story. Yeah, tell us how high you've gotten. Yeah, you don't have to give us your Vertically, names. Vertically, we mean. You don't have to give us your names if you're worried about uh, getting caught up in something, but if we recognize your voice, we will call you out. Yeah, yeah. and we do need the exact address of where you climbed, <laughs> so please just lead with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's how you partied in high school. How did your high school partying style end? Do you remember like your prom or your senior year? Uh, well, so I didn't go to my prom. I went. To, <laughs> what a nerd! Uh, I went to my prom because I was a cool whoa, kid. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He said he didn't All go right. to his prom. It sounds like he went to someone else's. There was prom, about to which be is a arguably butt. way better. Damn it! <laughs> let's, let's just wait. Let's just wait. <laughs> When I was a junior in high school, I flew to Arizona and was in some you girl's prom. Freaking oh my loser. God, no, you're a loser. <laughs> that's so awesome. You went to Megan McCain's prom? That's so <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> was that your date? You know, it could have been. I think she went to. I think it was a pretty rich school. I think they all seemed pretty. What like, was your rich date's people. name? Uh, uh, <laughs> was it Megan? Uh, no, it was uh, Dina. Uh, was oh. her name? Was Dina? You're saying with a lot of hesitation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dina Megan McCain. No, she was. Uh, <laughs> most people don't know her first name's Dina. <laughs> uh, and it was, yeah, it was very, you know, whatever. It was a weird situ- situation. It yeah, was wait, very, how, how did this very, happen? Well, she had come, she's a friend of a friend of mine. One of the friends, the guy who caught the guy who fell off the roof. It okay. was a very small circle of friends. Yeah. And uh, we became, uh, we, she came to visit him one time and we made out. Oh, yeah. hell yeah. On top of the elementary school? <laughs> On top of Tubby? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, and then then she like invited me to prom like way way later than that, and I was like I don't know yeah well, yeah go to prom I'd never left Texas before no, uh, yeah I'd never left Texas at that point uh, and so yeah I went Dude, to Arizona that rules. <laughs> and it was it was pretty awkward and it was definitely whatever the opposite of of cool was at that point hot? in time. Like yeah, the hot. De- like the you know, desert? it was the desert. It was Arizona. It was very hot. Uh, but then, like, a weird little, like, sort of after, I guess, like, postscript to that is, like, way later when I'm in my, like, late 20s and I go to Chicago to do improv training because, you know, all the cool kids do improv comedy. Uh, she was living Not to in... to my Ch- knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> she was living in Chicago and... Oh, no way. I literally, I put on Facebook, cause we're friends on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, and I put on Facebook, I was like, anybody living in Chicago can hit a guy up, can, like, can stay on your couch for a little while. And so I stayed on her couch for, like, three weeks. Uh, Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. so, you know, this is a cool little, like... You, you walk in, she's like, it, right here I is, have all this is the mom I saved. <laughs> right here is... <laughs> <laughs> Oh Lord! Yeah, she here's, did show here's me here's a bone from the chicken wings we ate for dinner that night. <laughs> Here was the ticket to the U2 concert yeah. that we should have gone to. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was a month later, but you weren't living here, <laughs> so I had to go alone. <laughs> I had to take my ex boyfriend, and we got back together, and it was the worst decision I'd ever had. And it's your fault because you didn't live in Arizona. Was also, Chris, but with an H. I always thought the H was unnecessary. Uh, much like her. No. <laughs> I'm sure she was great, and I hope she's not listening right now. <laughs> I hope she is. We could use the follower. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you crashed on her couch. Did she go to your improv shows or anything? Your, no, What no, are they called? Recitals? Recitals. <laughs> um, no, she did not go to, and I did not invite her. Um, wow. A smart move. No, um, like a true improviser. <laughs> I, I think she may have actually left town now that I'm remembering it, but I think she left town that day. But I did not invite her because I, I didn't think that she would want to see it. So was, I, I definitely, damn. I think I got through like four levels of improv before I t- told people I knew that I was like, hey, I've got an improv show coming up. <laughs> like, the only, uh, my, my, the only time I invited, like, I invited my parents to see my level one 
recital, and that's the only time they've gone to see me do improv in oh. the nine years I've done it. I have not invited them a single second time. Really? Uh, not to be like, look how far I've come. No, I, I think that I, I, I started to kind of, as my sort of performance life, as my life as an actor and a performer and, and such and such and such has evolved, I usually don't invite them to things that I don't think they would enjoy. So, like, the real... That's kind of how I've been. You know, the, like, the, like, you know, weird postmodern reinterpretation of the Cassandra myth <laughs> Where I played a gaslighting, psychologically damaging Apollo. This does I was not like, sound like a funny. That doesn't seem like something my parents would want to go to. Instead, I took, I let them go to the Thirty Nine Steps when I, when ah. I was in that, or something like that. You know, like yeah, they like slapstick comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, okay. Well, you know, you you don't invite your parents to anything. Not often. Uh, I didn't invite him to any Micro Satan shows because I was like, that's not going to be your scene. You don't want to sit on the floor at like beta theater. Sweating your ass off. Yeah, and watch us make like weed jokes. Uh, <laughs> but they like, uh, they surprised me one time at a, a Ned Kelly show, oh. which I was like, oh, that's like, I think they would enjoy that Huber, but I didn't want them to hear me say to Kelly, I want to turn you into a cornucopia of dicks. <laughs> Had I known they were showing up that night, I probably wouldn't have chosen that line to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, they saw that and they're like, it was pretty funny. And I was like, okay, well. <laughs> yeah. The most far out thing I think I ever invited, well, after I made this rule, the most far out thing I ever invited them to was this sort of like magical realism. Uh, uh, like, like, I think she was Chicano. Uh, but it was like it was like Mexican. It was a Mex Mexican uh, magical realism play called Roosters, Ooh. and my dad still uses that as the joke rubric for all things. And if he liked the show, he was like, "I was even better than Roosters." And if he <laughs> and if he if he hated right, the show, dad. he's like, "That one was just as bad as Roosters was." <laughs> and like, they, they still talk about like my like that. Like my sister is just like, "I can't believe you made me do that." I should invite my my parents to an outside skin show just to see like what they think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's oh, like okay. watching. Coach and I just like eating chicken skin and like pulling glue off our bodies like <laughs> so what do you think am I like killing it or what yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. they'd probably say yes that's yeah. the infuriating part yeah. they're very sweet did that, uh, did that, <laughs> and they that. like Cody a lot yeah. so they'd probably enjoy it uh, no, <laughs> my right. mom would just be like when are you gonna peel glue off your skin Connor your yeah. mom loved outside skin the one night she saw it <laughs> I feel like I feel like she said I believe her review was I didn't get it but people loved it. Yeah, and we <laughs> talked to her afterwards. She's like, "You guys are electric." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, my mom, my mom and dad would not are more. My mom is always like, "Well, you know, I thought you were good in it." Or they were. That's the That's the like, best that's the, like thing. And my my dad my dad is just a bit more like I just, it was lame or whatever you know like that. They're very yeah. they're very open minded about telling me that when they, watching when the they surrealist like play. They're like Chris. I just think you should have been the one to eat all the rats. <laughs> <laughs> when when I made my uh, my comic, I hate you, Spider Man. Uh, my dad and his fiance uh, of five years. Yeah, I'll call him out. Um, <laughs> Again, the, the spoiler is he doesn't listen to my stuff, yeah. all right? So anyway, he, he, he shows up to the thing, and he proceeds to walk up to my table, say hi to me and my friends, reads my entire comic, and then puts it back down. He's like, all right, I'm going to go check out some other stuff. Like, oh, my God, my dad's giving me the whole festival routine of, like, looking at everything, like, ha, well, I'm gonna go uh, make the rounds. Uh, Honestly, yeah, more a part of the scene than we think. <laughs> <laughs> the way he performed, very part uh, of the scene. Yeah, yeah it turns out, it turns out he he knows more than you. Uh, if we got a question for the comments, Lindsay said for Chris, who wants to sex? What is this about, Chris? Who's Lindsay? Uh, Lindsay. Uh, but I never know how to say your last name. Oh, Lindsay. Lindsay. Oh, Lindsay Marie. Oh, it, it says who wants to sex Matumbo. Matumbo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't see the bottom of so, it. Well, so <laughs> so what she what she is referencing is uh, we all remember the great basketball player Dikembe Matumbo. And I remember his ESPN yeah, uh, yeah, commercial. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So so apparently there's this like old wives' tale of uh, when he was in college, and you know he's pretty amazing. He's a pretty great personality. Like you know, do not come into the house of Matumbo, and you know, shaking the finger every time he blocks <laughs> somebody and stuff. But apparently he walked into uh, a bar one time when he was in college, and everybody like he was one of those like stop, turn and look. Like everybody in the bar looks at him, and he just goes. Who wants to sex Mutombo? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and she's only referencing that because I told her that story, and now every time that I run into her, she's like, Who wants to sex Mutombo? <laughs> uh, that rules, because uh, I've heard a similar story. Brian Posehn had this in his act about um, one time they were at a bar, and Dennis Rodman walks in and just looks around and said, 
someone's about to get effed. <laughs> Which is like so much less charming and like <laughs> and <laughs> twice as much accurate. Yeah. <laughs> I think Brian Bosse it's like not us, right? <laughs> What's the joke? I'm like, oh god, please not me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he came to whenever he was playing for the Rockets. I was I was working tickets. I was uh, working the box office for the Alley Theater. And he came to see a show at the Alley, and it was like a crotch walked up to them because <laughs> he's you know a basketball player, so he's a gigantic human being. So like a crotch walked up to the window, and I was like, yeah, really redefining yeah. box office. Uh, so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> last name is <He's> like, Mutombo. <laughs> <laughs> you have two tickets, like John. <laughs> Kimbe, and you're like, yeah. uh, are you John Mutombo? Or are you yeah. Bob, are you Jesse Mutombo? <laughs> <clears throat> okay, so uh, we were talking about how high school ended, and you totally got to go to prom. You're bragging about it, blah blah blah. Uh, so let's move into college. What was your partying style like in college? Well, I was a theater kid. First off, I have to assume, did you, did you, you go to college? E- yeah, did you do did. Eagle style? Or, yeah, you're a San Marcos boy, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Texas State University, San Marcos, Texas. Ah, uh, it was the south- birthplace of LBJ's fan club. Yeah, indeed. It was Southwest Texas the first year I was there. Uh, they changed um, their name? For you OGs. Yeah, it was called Southwest Texas State University for the longest time. SWT, Bobcats, etc. And then, yeah, my... Because they wanted to have a bit more of a sort of national appeal, they changed their name to Texas State. I guess because there's like these weird rules where it's like, if you're, if you're, if you're, if you have like two directions in the name of your university, you can't like operate at a certain level or something like that. It was a very strange and one what of those hell? one of those wonderful bits of bureaucracy that you know. That sounds like that sounds like some dumb rule that the Big Twelve decided just yeah, to like yeah. kick a good team out. Exactly, exactly. We don't want to play with Southwestern anymore. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. just one thing Texas State is known for. Yeah. So it was. Um, yeah. So I was there. I, I did a theater degree, so I would go to a lot of theater parties. Obvi. <laughs> theater um, parties are. We've all we, been. Yeah. To we, theater we've parties. Kind of, we've kind of talked about genres of parties, and I feel like theater parties are like a genre of their own. Everyone is very uh, open. They're <laughs> not. Sure. Just, they're not just drunk. They're absolutely pissed yeah they, like absolutely. fall down dramatically. oh my too many libations yeah. for this one <laughs> <laughs> yeah there was one time i i i was that guy i was i was I, I found a broom and i and i put a towel over my head and i just walk around going way cooler that was me at theater parties you know just what can i put on my head and be an ass about yeah yeah oh yeah i just have my don't tread on me hat if that's the right <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, it was it was yeah, you know, it was that. And then there was of course the what the unisex spin the bottle where it was like you had to kiss whatever wherever the bottle landed or whatever like You had that. to kiss the bottle every you had to time. Kiss the bottle every <laughs> and make out deeply with like, the bottle. Huh, the bottle wrote all the rules of this game and I, I think it's kind of We should have a spin the bottle party where we all try to uh, sell the bottle to the news. We're like, "How can I spin this?" <laughs> As a group of writers, I think we could really kill it at that kind of party. Oh my god, that would be amazing. That would be amazing. <laughs> Look, look, the model's gone through some trouble uh, yeah. in its life, and, you know, it's really kind of turned things around, and I think, you know, it's been to rehab a few times. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> My way of spinning really the bottle is like, take this, time. this bottle could start relationships and end relationships all in one spin. <laughs> it's the perfect bottle. <laughs> <laughs> all for the price of 10 cents? Are you joking me? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, so that was... Uh, did you ever have like a completely epic theater party that you went to that did involve you <laughs> running around with what a broom and a blanket on your head? Well, there was—I mean, there were a bunch of <laughs> sounds I, epic. Again, to me, they don't all—they don't—they they all kind of like run together because they happened every weekend. So the uh, ah, so yeah. you know it, it's there 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 are little moments. There's that that moment. There was one where uh, well, somebody poured sugar on the dance floor when <laughs> don't. When uh, "Pour Some Sugar on Me" was playing, and it was exactly the opposite of what you think it, it would be, you're like, oh, you're like, so- oh, this is going to be epic, and it was not epic. You're covered in sugar, and sugar <laughs> yeah, is weird and sticky. And so it, it sounds like someone got kicked out of the party real fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like, did you? So you said you had these parties every week. Did you guys develop any like traditions or anything? Because I definitely had like a very insular party group at uh, UTSA, and we had like our own. 
it seems to be that it seemed to be that there was one party play playlist that would been playing mm. that would it would seem like every year this there was a one playlist that was like always going around and you would always hear like yeah from Usher at a certain amount of time at this certain time you'd always hear yeah. hey yeah at a certain amount at certain period of time you'd always hear whatever whatever this thing happened at a certain period of time and most of them would happen there was like a two years, one year or two year span where they happened at the same house, and it was called the Columbia House because it was on Columbia Street, and it was much like the Columbia House record deal. Now we're talking, we're talking about the these playlists, and earlier today before the show we were talking about different Dollar Wells nights, and you mentioned the Mink. Do you remember how there was a bartender at the Mink who always worked on Dollar Wells night? So guaranteed at eight fifteen or uh, like nine fifteen, you would hear like "Goody Two Shoes" by Adam Ant every week. <laughs> That's how you knew it was kicking off. Yeah, it was like okay, and he had the same playlist, not on shuffle, but it just went through the same thing, the same songs all in a row, and so you would hear Adam Ant. Yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, at the time, I definitely was like, man, guys, got to hit that shuffle button at least. But now I'm like. I hear that song, bring back precise memories. Yeah, very, very <laughs> specific memories. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. The, the, one, the one great mink story that I, I have was... Um, can we talk about... <laughs> can we talk about... Uh, <laughs> if, if you want to talk about drugs, you just cannot advocate doing them. Okay. But no one's going to deny that they exist, man. Okay, well, yeah, so... Yeah. So, I... Uh, whatever. It, just deny that they make my... you feel good. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he, I did a bad, bad thing one time, kid. Chris! Don't ever do it. Chris! Don't All ever right. do it. He's coming clean. Just apologize first. Uh, I, I, I went and had, had dinner with a friend of mine. And, and real quick, if you want to chastise Chris, you can call in at 713-526-8737. He did some bad stuff. <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, I went on, I went on, uh, I went, uh, and, and we were having dinner, and I was like, She's like, what do you want to do? I was like, I don't know. I don't know. Sorry, I got a, you know, got a hit of acid in the in the fridge. If you if you want to do that, and she was like, yeah, what? I've never done that before. And so we did that, and then it didn't work. <laughs> it didn't work, and so we're like, oh well, that's lame. I guess we should never ever should have learned again. your lesson. I guess we should never do drugs again. And so I took her home. Uh, and um, <laughs> this story is getting more and more and wholesome like, as it goes on. And I was like, you know what? There's like a comedy show happening at the Mink tonight. You know, I've just started taking classes at this improv troupe. So this is like like the, like a month into my improv. Do, do you remember who was on this comedy show? Was nope. it like an improv show? Or was it stand-up? <laughs> no, it was a stand-up show, and the stand-up show didn't have enough people to to make an audience, so they canceled it. But I didn't learn that until I got there, and I was meeting my friend Lisa, and I walked through the door of the Mink, and the second I took a step through the threshold, the entire world just went upside down. And I was like, no, 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 I've already decided I'm not going to do this. And I walked, directly, I walked directly to my friend Lisa and I sat down and she's like, hey, the comedy show's not happening because I was like, I have to tell you, I have to tell you something right now. And she was like, what? 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 And so then I spent the entire night at the mink, and it actually happened to be like a fistful of soul was the same night or something Whoa. like that. So what a there great was like, turn of events. And I basically <laughs> just sat at the bar smiling the entire night. <laughs> Uh, you know, just kind of like not really talking much, and then I got the but I got and then I got the bartender's number. <laughs> nice, somehow out of that, dude. I I honestly like a surprise turn of acid kicking in, like fistful <laughs> yeah. of soul and getting someone's number. Sounds like you did all right. Yeah, that it was a, great. It was kind of a magical <laughs> evening. Did you check in I with would, your friend? I would highly not recommend doing drugs. Ever. Yeah, yeah, never do drugs. Uh, did you check in with your friend who did them as well? Uh, yeah, it totally kicked in for her while she was taking a bath. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, that, that's kind of ideal. Yeah, yeah, she spent the entire night apparently going crazy in her apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay said, the last time I went to the mink, Robert Ellis had long hair. <laughs> Oof. Rip. <laughs> and then James said, and I, I agree, uh, when is this conversation going to be about Scott? <laughs> Which uh, Jeremy Grisby told me, uh, friend, of, oh, not friend of the show, not well, yet. Swimmer Department has played yeah. Yeah. on this. We should get the rest of Swimmer Department on here. Acquaintance. All right, uh, your band, book them, buddy. Uh, never mind. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, 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 what was I going to say? Oh, about Scott. He told me there's a third wave ska documentary out right now. Uh, that just came out on Hulu, so I will be forcing you to watch that later. Well, I'm coming home late, so I think that's a great time for you to watch it. <laughs> I'll, I'll put it on pause. <laughs> and All then right. when you get back, I can pick it up. Uh, oh, hey. my God. Ooh, for those of you so who didn't mad. get the joke, uh, please watch that Scott documentary and then tune back into this and laugh your freaking butt off. <laughs> 
And for those of you who did get it, if you do want to chastise me, do call in at 713-526-8737. Please call in and just dunk on Ned for that joke. Yeah, try your hardest. Uh, <laughs> now, before we move into uh, partying as an adult, I feel like we all grow up uh, as adults, uh, obviously, and, and we, we kind of cool it on all of our, our more raucous actions. Uh, mm-hmm. So before we move into your mature phase, have you ever had a party where a run-in with the cops took place? Ooh. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yes, definitely. When, uh, when, I, was in, when I was in high school, uh, we, we partied uh, at this, I think it was in high school, it may have been in college, but... There were definitely some, okay, there was definitely some, okay, man, which one of these stories is am I going to choose? I'm going to choose. Just tell them all at once. <laughs> uh, though, there was one in high school where this guy who used to think he could te- talk his way out of just about anything, okay. like he opened the door to the cops and he like put his hand on the cop and was like, look guys, and then the cop basically like shoved him <laughs> into the house <laughs> and screamed at him and was like, this party is over. You gotta... <laughs> was the cop boss nass from Star Wars? <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, and I, I, I got out of there super quick because uh, I didn't want to have to deal with any Did you, of that. You, so you ran? No, I was standing right, right behind the cop because oh, oh, I was okay. like standing on the patio and they walked up and I was just like, I just stood there and didn't do anything and they like, gave me the mean mean eye the stink eye and i was like <laughs> and then yeah whenever i saw that happen i was like i'm gonna go to my car and drive away and okay. uh, and so i did um and then this one time we were uh in my dorm room in college and uh you aren't allowed of course to have beer or liquor of any kind especially when you're 20 years old in a college dorm room and uh, our next door neighbor had dumped a whole bunch of it in the outside. It sounded like if you're ever at a bar and somebody's dumping all of the glass oh, bottles yeah. into the yeah. into the trash can, it's like it sounded like that outside of my dorm room. And they dumped it out, out their window, or I, no, it was it was the the, the like trash the cops can are coming on the floor. in through the window, bailing out in the hall. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was like it was like a big trash can in the in the hallway that you could use to throw stuff away mm-hmm. if you wanted to. And he dunked like an ocean of beer in there <laughs> and I like opened the door real quickly and I looked over at him and he was just like shh and then shut the door and then I looked the other way and the RA was coming at me and I just was like backed into my like backed into my bedroom and of course they knock on my door and ask me if I knew anything about it I was like no I just heard the sound and it came out and right about that moment the fire alarm went off and it turned out there had been a party two floors down and a fight broke out and somebody had fallen into the into the fire alarm and the same guy who had and, dumped, and right when they hit it, they blew up and caught on fire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was and pretty so tragic. they, uh, they, and so at that point, the guy who was next door to me, who had dumped all the beer, just walked out of his door and walked in like Spartan, kicked open the fire, the fire escape door, and just walked down it. And I was like, "What's happening?" And then when I went outside, there was just like a sea of blue, like just like cop. I was like, it "Must have been a boring night in San Marcos, Texas," because it seemed like every police officer was outside of that dorm room. Every time cops bust a party in San. Marcos, Marcus, I feel like every cop comes out. They're bored. Yeah. San, yeah, San Marcos, when I was going there, it had just passed its prime as the number one party school in America. In like the mid-90s, it was like apparently just raucous. And then Governor George W. Bush did like a raid and crackdown on like <laughs> insane, like you're like, they're, I mean, who knows? Because they're, they're all like old wives sales. It could have been like, like they, I heard like prostitution rings and blah and this and that. And you're like, who the who the heck knows Yeah, what was actually Prostitution rings. We just got Frisbee Dan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, what, what, you mean the old hippie who plays frisbee in the park? And it's the only Frisbee San Marcos tricks? reference I know, and I whip it out every time. Frisbee Dan is a solid San Marcos reference. I wonder Thank if you. that guy's still alive. I hope he is. Hey, if you if you are Frisbee Dan, <laughs> yeah, or if you know Frisbee Dan is alive or not, please call us at seven one three five two six eight seven three seven. I see Josh Higgins is commenting. Oh, I know you know a little bit about Josh frisbee Higgins. Dan. Said what dorm? Oh, uh, it was Falls Hall. It was Falls <laughs> Hall. It was. Uh, it's no longer there. The new theater building is taking its place. But some. But I think my cousin who now goes there told me that they renamed another hall Falls Hall, or they uh, built a new Falls Hall. New Falls Halls. New Falls Halls. But yeah. I was at There's the Falls OG Hall one. and Norm's dorms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was at the OG Falls Hall. It was across the street from the theater building, which had been, which was surrounded by a moat. And there was uh, <laughs> there was a subway. Uh, there was a smoking table, which was which was you know you 
you'd go to find your plan. It was like your diet, your ledger for the night. We, like, we had um, so so I was in Maple Hall at UNT my freshman year, and that like that was the smoking place. Like that's where mm-hmm. people went to smoke cigarettes, and they called it Cancer Corner. <laughs> Just this little corner, and that's where I met everyone I knew at that school. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We had uh, in the quad at U of H. We uh, I would just sit out there and smoke cigarettes and just find people that. I either wanted to be friends with or never wanted to talk to again. <laughs> yeah, that was the uh, that was the where I, where I came up with my rule that um, that basically like people who are smoking are usually having the best conversations or at least know where something it's true. is like, going I on. Never so, smoke cigarettes, but that's like just where I would always go because exactly. like that's where people are going to hang out. Like, exactly. Oh so yeah. Even to this day, people are like, "Oh man, uh, do you smoke? Do you want to go?" I was like, "No, I don't smoke, but I will walk outside and smoke I'll with join you." you. I guarantee yeah. you, the conversation will be better. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I guess at this point we should just move into what it's like to be an adult whenever you're partying. Yeah, we should. Oh, oh no. Th- that's not. Uh... Every week, man. God. All right, listen. You want We should just stop to... doing this at the same place. They're going to come. Okay, Chris, we have done some bad things as well, as, as well as you. Uh, maybe drugs, maybe laws. It's not important what we did, but the cops are here. You did some laws. Oh man, we did. We did the opposite of we, some we laws. Did Let's some just say laws, that. Uh, so, 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 if you don't mind being a real cool guy, could you talk to the cops for us? Sure. All right, we're gonna head out. Okay. <clears throat> Open up. Who? Who is it? HPD. Uh, Open up. Uh oh. Okay. Um, give me a. Give me a second. Uh, oh God, how does this lock work? Um. Hey. Hey. Well, hello there, sir. Listen, we got a report. Uh, As you can see in this hall behind us, there's a lot of hits of acid, and we... It's pretty much everywhere. I'm going to really regret and come barefoot today. Oh, no. Um, Things are starting to feel a little weird. Yeah, yeah. In any case, uh, look, we we, we don't know if this is yours. We are looking for two criminals, Connor and Ned. We're pretty uh, sure they're responsible for this acid rug. Well, I have to tell you guys. Um, I, I, I think uh, I, I don't. I don't really know all of my rights, but I figure that like if it's outside oh, of my. <laughs> oh, thank God, that's our specialty. <laughs> uh, don't worry, <laughs> we'll let you know what your rights are. <laughs> oh, thank God, I, I, I have to trust the police immediately. <laughs> Every time I see them, I have to trust them. Um, uh, but if it's outside my door, right, it has nothing to do with me, doesn't it? Well, see, you technically, know. this is on the property because it's right outside of it. I mean, I mean, you're welcome, Matt. First off, needs to stop moving around, <laughs> and second of off, it's still part of your property. Well, again, I must say, like, it's not, I mean, it's not. I mean, I'm here as a guest. You know, I hang out here. You know, I've only ever been here one time. I You're was, here as a guest. Yeah, man. I was just, we, I just had this thought earlier that like, we're guests here on this earth. Oh, John, on the, on come the, on, John. No, oh. you know, I've just been really thinking about it uh, in the five minutes that we've been standing in this hallway, right? And it's oh, just, whoa, hey, sir, please. Put those two extra eyeballs away. Oh, I, I'm sorry. Officer. You have a permit for those? Because I see them now, too, and I am freaking out. His chin keeps getting pointier. Look, gentlemen, we can all do okay if we just calm down for a minute, okay? Two hours later. Now, all I'm just saying is that maybe you're right that we are guests on this earth and we need to have stewardship over the environment because, you know, like, you know, the, the temperatures and then the glaciers and then Greenland's going to go away and then... You know what I'm saying? It's just like sometimes I think the greatest crime ever committed is my crime. My crime of trying to stop other people's crime. And really what crimes are is just people trying to have a good time. You're being hard on yourself. You know the biggest crime that's ever been committed is that Iceland is green and Greenland is all icy. We all know this. I don't know why anyone's not shooting guns at it. It was just a, it was, it was a marketing ploy, you know? It was a, it was a marketing ploy. Oh my God. Marketing is another crime. Oh no! Martha, my wife. Oh, how long have we been sitting here? I've been off duty for. Oh, crud. We got to go. Hey, it was so nice to meet you. Hey. We should get together. We should do that drum thing we did earlier again. Hey, you know what? I would be honored to do that with you. Thank you so well, much. All right. Well, here are our cards. Okay. Our number is 911. Just call and ask for us. And here's my badge. You can just call the number on that. Okay. All right. Six We're out of here, two. man. See ya. Oh my god, that took forever. Dude, <laughs> what so we, we gotta wrap this show up pretty Dude, soon. Dude, sorry, I was... Where did all this paper come from? Look, it's not a, it's not important. All you just need to know is that I think lives were changed this night. 
Well, all right. Yeah, not from us. I'll all lives change. I'll tell you that much, man. All right. So uh, let's let's go into the adulthood aspect now that we're oh, back. Oh, oh, I do want to talk about something before it gets too late. Uh, I want to talk about the very first time I ever saw you just like on stage. I'd probably seen you do improv before that. But a very early memory of Chris Skelton is uh, going into a punk show and you and Odo were on stage at Mango's next door. Uh, can you describe yes. that band for me real so, quick? Uh, me and my roommate at the time, uh, this guy Chris Odo, uh, he, uh, so I, I had done a play about, uh, well, I, mean, I guess this theme is just acid now. It was a play about tripping acid in the 80s. It was, it was, a, but written, Great. It was written by this, uh, by this local playwright, Lisa Walker. It was called uh, Moose Hunt. Uh, or when the day met the night and uh, so part of what her experience was whenever she was a kid doing acid in the 80s was they would do a, a bunch of whippets as well and as a consequence uh, we were I don't gonna, know what that is we were gonna get fake uh, it's nitrous oxide uh, we were <laughs> we were gonna get we were gonna get a bunch of fake whippets or whatever and put them around but it fake turned whippets. out it turned out the uh, it turned out that the the most cost-effective way was just to get a bunch of real whippets and <laughs> and, and make sure that they were all done and so and so as a consequence i had a bunch of whippets around and was just doing whippets or something like that the next and, 30 seconds and, are gonna be dumb <laughs> and so chris odo and i we were doing a lot of comedy at the time and uh he was like i have an idea for a joke band we're gonna call it party balloon and they're like basically a psychedelic band but their psychedelic drug of choice is whippets and so they all were right. like it was like the moody blues for whippets or like all know, the songs like were so super short all the songs were 15 seconds long yeah. and they were just and they were just ridiculous titles that were was like this song's called my brain thinks he's drowning one two three four <laughs> and then he would have like a bunch of delays and loops on his bass oh, and, distort, so... and he would just hit one chord and it would be like <laughs> and then I would just bang the drums as like incoherently as possible dude it was and very it much I, I think Caddy Wampus was playing that night or something so because he... Zach and I walked to go see that show and I walked in and it was like I, I saw you guys setting up I was like oh I think I know that guy I think he does comedy here and you guys start playing I was like <laughs> what the hell is going on? So, <laughs> so what happened that night was Odo had booked that show because the the headliners were a, a band from his high school named Love Sponge. Yeah, party punk. Yeah, they wanted to do a reunion show because they're all like old and have kids and stuff, and they wanted to be like relive their glory days for a second. And so he booked a bunch of shows, a bunch of bands that would be you know i guess comparable to them <laughs> and so he booked uh, us party balloon he booked this band i think caddy wampus wrote it. but the one i always remember is this band called space rhino okay. and they were like prog rock oh no that's they, that's they why like, i was there i went to had, go see space rhino because my friend played drums at yeah the time. so they they were like prog rock and they had like this whole concept to them but they didn't they weren't very particularly good at explaining what the concept was so like in between every song like uh, okay, so like the story with this is like, uh, so like there was a rhino in space, and like this, there was this, this space rhino, and he was this cosmic rhino, and he uh, only brought joy uh, to the world, and he got in an epic battle, and uh, he he was he was destroyed, but five the five elements of his soul, five five parts of his soul, they uh, they flew down to earth, and they landed inside of uh, uh, for and that's the of us in the band, we each have a, a soul a, a piece of the soul of the space rhino. Anyways, and, the song's called Bong anyway, Tang. And so then they would play the song, and then they would be like, okay, so like so then when the space rhino was it was like somebody was summing up the wikipedia article before every song and then they would just i think that was the their song. very first show if yeah. i'm not mistaken One. yeah it was very it was very entertaining because <laughs> obviously because that's the only band i remember from that yeah. night <laughs> no they made them and they're still together are they really? or not yeah i saw they were looking for a bass player recently one day we're gonna have to have jack Jack Killen, friend of the show, come back on the show because he was in a band called Strawberry River Into Infinity. Or Strawberry <laughs> Whoa, River Meets Infinity. This. Okay, so what that was, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a rundown of this band because Please, and, and we're we're wrapping oh, up soon. Oh, so yeah, oh, yeah, oh, so I know, I'll make it quick. Yeah. So it's basically uh three people jamming and then Jack coming out with uh the book of Rama and reading from it and then going back backstage, coming out and like the book of Rama, like the Hindu book of Rama? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah it was just yeah. like heard of it yeah. yeah it was just hey we're gonna jam for an hour and jack just be weird and at one point he comes out in a native american headdress i'll say it he wore it and uh he, he starts doing all these weird dances he comes out with a guitar and doesn't just break it he has sex with it like it's this really bizarre thing and then he a week later he's like all right when's our next show guy and it said hey jack you're out of the band <laughs> 
So they wanted to be all about the music moving forward. Finally. Uh, Finally, some band in this town makes it about the music. (laughs) Oh, this was Cypress, Texas. This wasn't Houston. Yeah, that's what I meant. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, Do you have any lasting notes or stories before we move into our last segment? Um, You know, life is what you make it, and every day is a new adventure. Boy, I wish we didn't give you that extra time there. All right. (laughs) So we're going to go ahead and go into our last segment here. Hang tight. I want a new plug. Tell me what's going on. Tell me all the stuff you're doing after I sing this song. All right, Chris, what do you got to plug? What do I got to plug? Well, uh, every Thursday night at the Secret Group in East Downtown, I perform with a group called Futile Society. Uh, you know, that's futile, like resistance is futile, not futile like feudalism. Uh, and it's at 8 o'clock p.m., and we do that all the time. And uh, also, I co I co produce a photography show called Flats, yeah. and our next one is June 1st. So if you like, if you were to uh, to follow us all on the Facebooks and stuff, you would learn about all those things. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, Flats is always in a different location, which is what makes it so unique. Uh, yeah, we go into people's homes, we take all of their stuff off the walls, move their furniture out of the way, and hang art, and turn their house into a little gallery for the night. That's so, so cool. Uh, it's all, and it's all photography-based, Houston-based photographers. What's, what's the uh, social media to follow that on? Uh, it's just at Flats Presents on okay. Facebooks and on Instagramsies, and then Feudal Society is Feudal Society on all those things as well. Nice. All right, Ned, what about you? Um, this Saturday, I'm playing a private party with swimwear department. Uh, so if you see me that day, I could probably take you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I want to go. Uh, and then Thursday nights, uh, there's a show called Futile Society at Secret Group. Uh, <laughs> Wait, are you in that show too? <laughs> oh, no way. <laughs> uh, and then I'm sure there's other stuff coming up, but you should take the, the All board. right. Next Tuesday, I'm going to be performing a Neo Bench. Oh, yeah, I'm doing that too. <laughs> oh, how fun. That's why I asked you. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Uh, look, Ned and I are both going to be performing at Neo Benchy with different people. You'll yeah. be performing with Jack Kellen, friend of the show, and I'll be performing with Rahul Rao, friend of the friend show. Of the show. Uh, very excited for that. On May 18th, I finally had to line up all oh, set. Okay. We are going to have... You now have the floor. I almost forgot the name there. You now have the floor, a comedic town hall show. That will be on May 18th at 8 p.m. at the Secret Group in the box. Uh, so please, 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 come on out there. He's uh, got at least one very good guest booked. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to see what this guy comes up with. Ooh. Yeah, he's got some at wacky ideas. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Look, uh, please come out to that show. This is the first time I've ever done like a solo show without a group of like more people. Uh, I, I, I don't know what to expect. It's going to be nuts. Oh, and tomorrow I have a new article dropping in Byline Houston called In My Day, and I hope you like it. I yeah, oh like yeah. What was, your, what was your other article you had on it there? It was called Ask a White Dude, Finally, a White Man's Perspective. And it's exactly in a voice. what it sounds like. <laughs> no, no, go check it out. It's a very funny article, yeah. and I'm, I'm super stoked to see your writing on there. And yeah. I'll go ahead and just say, I also am going to start writing for Byline Houston, so you Hell aren't yeah. going to be... What are you writing? Uh, it's going to be... Uh, the word byline sort of comedic for related. Yeah, I'm going to write the word byline over and over and over. It's going to be like sort of Borowitz Report-y. So, oh like yeah, satire-y kind Ooh. Of things. Like okay. topical Houston satire. I love it. <laughs> hey, someone should do something about that. Be someone sign. I don't know. It just seems ripe. <laughs> <laughs> Well, All right, I tell you, it's 220 new firehouse subs to open. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on there that it note, is. On that note, we're out of here. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.